episode three. Happy Sunday, everyone. This is Murderino and a tech in an ATX. In today's news, we have Puerto Rico still has no electricity after a month. Over a million acres have burned in California, and yet our president has had 71 golf trips totaling taxpayers really 75 million dollars in cost for his golf trips really? yet california's burning and puerto rico is fucking drowning can you, you know believe that and that's because i hated this president george w bush i'm sorry well yeah sorry and my now, fans out there that are gwb is looking but pretty good he reminds good. me of george w bush well but the only difference between him and george w bush is i could see how george w bush kind of cared but trump just doesn't give a fuck mm-hmm. sorry so that's why episode three's title is 75 million that's taxpayer dollars yeah. What else do we got in the news? Um, something about Tesla. Oh, that's right. This is my story. So Tesla has laid off people um, on their factory line because they're, what they're trying to do is create the new Model 3. And instead of actually releasing it, they're blaming the people that are actually making the car and um, they finally fired him. So there's been some employees that's requested that they have their firing papers and they reach out to HR and HR is saying, we don't have them. So people are thinking that maybe they're being laid off, but no, Tesla has responded and said that they are in fact firers. They're firing these people. But the people are getting fired. They're saying that they never received any sort of, you know, formal, like written, like, you know, write up or anything like that, telling them that they were going to get fired. Either way, this looks bad for Tesla. They did this for Solar City. They're the people that make the batteries for Tesla, who Tesla partly owns. And they did the exact same thing. They just they fired literally hundreds of people. And they blamed it because of their performance. And people are up in arms. But I got to tell you, if I'm a young kid coming out of college who has an engineering degree and has a future bright form, fuck Tesla. I don't so work now for you Tesla. hate Elon Musk? No, I don't hate him. I just think that. Or you're as, off the train? No, it's not anything about the train. It's just one of those things about doing the right thing. And if he's not doing the right thing by his own people, what makes you think he's going to do the right thing for his customers? It sounds like he's doing the right thing for his stockholders. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I could support a product like that. So I do like Tesla. I think they make really great vehicles. We went over there to the Tesla store about three weeks ago. We went to the domain and we looked at the, sh the cars and they look fucking amazing. But if that's how they treat their employees, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's how they treat their customers. What do you always say? What do I say? Vote with your dollar. Yeah, you vote with your dollar. I'm not saying that I'm never going to forgive Tesla for doing that. I'm just saying they could have went about a better way. But as time goes on, I'm starting to realize 
Elon Musk is willing to achieve his dream at any cost. That's normally how it is, though. No, I'm just saying that's he was on Trump's advisory board. And when yeah, people were financial. saying, like, dude, mm-hmm. what the hell are you doing on Trump's advisory board? Uh, even Tim Cook from Apple tried to get in there just to explain, you know, you know, his ideas. But once he found out that his ideas weren't being sought out, he was like, get me off this board. And he didn't attend any other one. I don't believe Jeff Bezos. He's the, um, the, the CEO of Amazon stayed on. Elon Musk was the only one. But honestly, it's not surprising because Peter Thiel or Thiel was the co-founder uh, along with uh, uh, Elon Musk for PayPal in the 90s. And um, it's not surprising why Elon stayed on because he knew Peter Thiel from, because Peter Thiel's on Trump's... What Financial. Is yeah. So it's not surprising. And it's it's all a money game too. It's pretty sad. He had to pay to actually get in, <laughs> to get in, in the White House, which is fucking sad. But... Anyway, that's what Tesla news is about. What's our next news? iPhone. Oh, the iPhone X. So are you going to get the new iPhone, Christina? No. No, you're not going to get it? No. My phone works great. What iPhone do you have? iPhone 7. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm only one behind. One behind, what do you mean? Like the new 8 and the X just came out. I just got the 7. Well, my whole problem with the iPhone X is the whole face ID. I don't know if I want to just point my phone to my face to unlock it. It's just weird. Another thing, too, people haven't really thought about, but you know my mind. I'm always thinking about ways to con other people. No, I don't think about that all the time, but... My Most mind does drift that way. So I was thinking if somebody, if you have your, your Apple wallet, and you have that attached on your phone and then you scan it, you know how you go to something to scan mm-hmm. to pay for something like with Apple Pay? The only way to authenticate that right now is to Thumb. thumbprint. Because once you, once you bring it close to a terminal, it pulls up your Apple right. card and you have to push on your on your thumbprint to... To pay for it. So... So you're thinking it's going to accidentally no, pull so up with your face. No, so basically, you wouldn't have to do that. You would basically... Like, say if I was going to try to steal money from people, what I would do is go to a crowded baseball game or football game or a crowded concert, have a backpack with, like, those payment terminals attached to it, bump into people that have their phones, that they're looking at Whoa, their phones. Let's stop giving people ideas. No, seriously. Think about this. So they're looking at their phones... You know how everybody has their phones yeah. in front of them looking at them. If you're walking around with a backpack that has one of those payment terminals in them and you just basically hit them with the back of your backpack, forcing them to push their phone up to their face, dude, you can literally steal money from people just doing that. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm talking about or is yeah. that making any sense? No, I know. Yeah, so like for that That's reason, what I'm saying. You could accidentally pay at a terminal. You could, yeah, exactly. Like, you could accidentally You're like, pay oh, for, I wasn't trying to use my phone. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. You weren't trying to pay it. for anything. It just happened to mm-hmm. be right. I hope. I'm pretty sure Apple has thought about that. But I think they have such an I honest. I think they have such an honest outlook on life. I don't think they've thought of stuff like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's They're why you need to hire me, Apple. Kirk. I could 
be that guy that thinks about stuff is like this that your resume you. to apple I'm just saying okay. if they hire me they need somebody like me they need somebody who <laughs> thinks like <laughs> how to kevin rob mitnick. people kevin mitnick was a hacker in the 80s and uh he started his own security company once he got out of prison so i'm not redemption saying, I'm not saying that hashtag redemption I'm not saying i'm going to prison for anything, yeah but I'm that's saying, not gonna though, happen you need a guy like that on your team well okay what's our next uh definitely was that not the getting news? the x huh was that all the news yep oh okay so what's your uh, recommendations this my week? recommendation for this week it came from an event we went to on saturday for your work oh yeah um we went Forgot to go clean up the lake it was um partnered with keep what austin lake? beautiful what lake did we go to again we went to clean up Town Lake, a.k.a. Ladybird Lake. A.k.a. Yeah, they Chicano renamed it to Park. Ladybird Lake. Chicano Park, ladies and gentlemen. Chicano people, Park. People uh, forget that it was originally called Chicano Park because... Before Town Lake? Yeah, before even that. Well, I guess that was always called Town Lake, but it used to be called Chicano Park because that's where all the Hispanics live. That's where my cousins and my aunt grew up in. So oh, you're talking about them, that part yeah, of the so when we'd, water. Yeah, so it's all part of the lake. So when we would visit them, we would go to Chicano, Chicano Park. And that's why it's called Chicano Park. But now people don't call it that History anymore. History lesson. Now they call it what? Well, it was Town Lake. They renamed it Lady Bird Lake. Yeah, after, they renamed it Lady Bird Lake. After LBJ's wife, which I'm like, uh, it's still Town so, Lake. To me, it's always going to be Chicano Park. Oh, I didn't know that. Thanks. Yeah, that's where they have anyway, all the, That's where you have all the lowriders. I think to this day, it's all only the because it's come over there that now. far east is what you're talking about. Yeah, it was on the east side. But I'm talking about the lake that most people are familiar with is like where Auditorium Shores and Zilker Park. That's like okay. hella white. That's not Chicano Park. Well, it's still where we were cleaning up was across the yeah, lake. Yeah, it was still, on the, it was east. But still, it's the same thing. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, I've never heard. Next time we're probably going to clean on the other side, though. I've just, <laughs> I've just never heard that. <laughs> it's because you don't know. Sorry. Tell them what, tell them so all anyways, about Keep so Austin Beautiful. So basically, my recommendation is for people to um, help and come out and clean up. Uh, it's every two months. The next event is December 9th. I'm going to be there. I'm going to try to recruit some people to come out with me as well. I know Carlos isn't a fan of picking up trash like I am. No, I didn't mind picking up trash. Um, it, the only thing that I found to be kind of annoying was... There's not enough trash. There was not enough trash. <laughs> well, there's that's good. They're trash. keeping Austin like, beautiful. I think you only need like... Well, apparently I think there was more trash in the lake, but fuck that. I'm not getting in that lake oh, and drowning. So much I'm way too fun. big to fit on a way small canoe. Give me a fucking boat. Give me a boat. Give me some fishing poles. I'll pick up whatever you want. But I'm not gonna go in a little skinny canoe made for less than two hundred pound people. Just not gonna it. was do it. so much fun. It's too I I felt uh, a little a little frightened at first when I got in, but after I got the hang of it, you know, pushing myself around with the oar and picking up trash, it was so much fun. I could have been out there for like four hours. It was great. So I'm definitely going December 9th. And like I said, I'm recruiting some people to come out with me and just clean the lake. Get your, you know, headphones, so podcasts, people find out about this? whatever. And um, to the Keep Austin Beautiful Foundation. Um, they're the ones who put it all together. So just K -A -B. do a Google search. Mm -hmm. Is it free? What do you get? 
it's free. It's free. You basically, like, if you rent a canoe, it's about $30 an hour. But if you do this, you get a canoe for two hours for free. And you're picking up trash and enjoying yourself out on the water. And you don't have to give them a license. Give them a license? Yeah, because when you rent a canoe, you have to give a license. Oh, yeah. Well, you do sign a waiver. Yeah. That you know how to swim. It's good that you had fun. But I had fun. I'm going to do it again in December, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, so when we were doing it, I was just picking up trash with my with my coworker, and we were just talking the whole On time. On the trail? Yeah, we were just talking about food. So you have Waterway and what was the other? What was it called? Waterway, Waterway and I don't know. But there's two different. You can sign up um, at Keep Austin Beautiful. You have to register and sign up. And you can do waterway or ground. Like, you don't have to be in a canoe like I was. And if you don't even want to pick up trash, you can be the person that, you know, oh, yeah. puts the event together. What Apparently, did they, call those? they need chaperones. Yeah, they were um, like sponsor, uh, volunteers, site, site managers, or something like that. Like, they're the ones that sit there and collect all the trash and tell you what you got to do and have you sign all the waivers. So they just kind of hang out by the lake while you work. But yeah. And surprising enough, when we were picking out trash, like on the, sh- on the, sh- on the trail, um, there's constantly people that were like, thank you. Thank you for oh, doing really? that. Thank you. I don't know if they were telling me because they thought I was just like, you know. A groundskeeper? A groundskeeper <laughs> or if they thought, well, I'm Mexican, so they probably definitely thought I was a groundskeeper. Or if they thought, like, oh, he's probably doing community service. One of the two. Something. Either way. Either way, it still felt like they were um, they were just too nice. So, okay. yeah. What's your recommendation? Oh, my recommendation. I don't think I've used this recommendation yet. So No, you haven't. If you guys, there's really not a lot of good pizza places here in Austin. Um, there's some good pizza places. Um, well, name li- one. The, the, the one that I'm on recently, or the one that I, I like to go to, is called Local Slice. And it's right, uh, there's one in Cross Park right where I work at, and then there's another one up north. I think there's only like two locations. They have really good pizza. They have, if you go during lunch, you can get two slices and a drink and for like $5.99. Really inexpensive, really good pizza. And then it's the size of like a 13-inch laptop. It's The slices of pizza are huge. Like, like New York style. Yeah, like New York style pizza. They're huge slices. Um, so like me, I get two slices and I'm full. And I'm a big guy. Like I don't think I could, I could probably eat another two slices if I wanted to. But honestly, if you're somebody who just likes... Food, who's a foodie and who's not a, a fatty, foodie? then you're probably going to be comfortable eating just two slices. Um, I tend to lean on the fatty side, <laughs> but I'm a foodie first. Um, but anyway, foodie, so they have this one. So what I'm really recommend is go check out those sli- local slice. But what I really recommend is getting the hangover. They have this 10-inch pizza. It comes with four slices. It's really good. Has Elgin sausage on Elgin sausage on it, green peppers, um, an over easy egg, oh. uh, onions, jalapenos, wow. and I forget what else. Oh, cheese of course, and like some, their their sauce. Um, it's phenomenal. Like 
whenever I feel like eating pizza and I'm just like, mm, I want something very hearty, I'll get the hangover pizza. It's one of the best pizzas so it's like a personal, that I've tasted. It's personal a personal can? size, but it's a size of like a medium pizza from like Domino's. Mm. But it's only 10 bucks. And it's worth it, too. And the egg is always cooked. Oh, it's so good. Like, they don't just okay. slap an egg, like, through the oven. No, it, you can tell they skill it, and they put it on there, and it's always cooked to perfection. So, anyway, Hashtag shout out to Local foodie. Slice. Um, if you guys are ever in the area, go. If you, I mean, uh, people are mostly going to go to, like, Home Slice. That's probably they're going to be their first pick. Or they'll go to Conan's or some other pizza place. But these days, I'm digging on, on a Local Krakos. Slice. Uh, Krakos is another one. But mm -hmm. I think I think Local Slice stands just along any of these other pizza it's places here in Austin. There's not really a lot of good pizza places in Austin. But Local Slice, I get my stamp of approval. And it's cheap. Yeah, and it's really inexpensive. That's good. Yeah, so let's awesome. get into what we've been watching. Christina, what have you been watching? Um, I have been watching this show called Speechless. It's on its second season, I think. I watch it on Hulu, but I think it's um, ABC, maybe. It's a, it's a popular network. But anyways, uh, Speechless, it's really good show. It stars uh, Mini Driver. And she's a mom of a child. I think he has cerebral palsy. Um, but it's kind of cool because it features a kid with a disability, a handicap. You don't really see that a lot. And I think it really um, gives kids out there who, you know, are different or see themselves different than everybody else. It gives them um, uh, a hero, a uh, you know, a spokesperson kind of thing. It puts that in the main main light, and you're not just watching TV full of a bunch of white people, perfect white people. I feel like TV is very mainstream. Mainstream TV is like that. You don't have a lot of diversity, and this really brings it out. And it's just a really good family show. I think kids would like it as well as adults. It's funny, too. I like Mini Driver. Yeah, that sounds really interesting. Yeah, I'm always. I feel like, um, I feel like these days when you don't have a diverse, a diverse group of people, either where you work at or where you're, uh, whatever you're watching on TV or just in general in any kind of setting, it kind of feels super awkward now. I think before when I was younger, I really didn't notice it, but as I get older, I'm like. If I'm watching a television show and it has nothing, and this is nothing against, you know, white people, but if it has nothing but white people on there, I'm like, you know, they could have really tried to, like, throw some different type of, you know, diverse group of people in there. It's just because I'm not saying white people are boring, but I'm just saying, like... It's good to see somebody it's, who it's looks good like to, you. I mean, when you, have, when you have different types of people on there, yeah, it's good to see somebody that looks like you. Of course, everybody wants that. But I think it's just good for dynamics. Like, it's just, it makes a better show. You know, you look at something Friends like... Friends is kind of awesome. It's a bunch of white people. And that's Friends? one of my favorite shows. They're all yeah, white. Well, yeah, they're all... Well, they're, I think talent trumps that. I mean, if you think about it, they're I all super... I don't know. I love that Do show. Do you think they're all super talented? They're all super talented. I don't know if they're actors. all super talented. Like who really who really spun off to have a good career? Just Jennifer Aniston. 
No, but I mean, they're all super talented actresses and actors. I think in just that role. Are you kidding me? Courtney Cox is a really good actress. Okay, Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston is a really good actress. Okay. David Schwimmer is a really good actor. Is he? Yeah. He did Friends and then the OJ. That's all he's done. No, in the OJ Simpson trial. I know, that's what I'm saying. Robert Kardashian, he was amazing in there. Um, Who else was in that show? Joey? He's probably the least talented of them all. But even him, Lisa Kudrow, she's just started, smart. He started other shows. Lisa Kudrow, actually, she's probably the least talented of them all. And she's the but smartest. Even, even she's coming on other shows. So what I'm trying to say is get yourself a diverse group of people. Put okay. them on TV. Well, that's what and speech is about. to the top. Because honestly, like these Star Wars movies that are coming out, way more diverse. And I love it. Tele-diverse. I like it. Okay. Um, well... What's your show? Oh, yeah. So, speaking of a diverse oh, yeah, television show, The Walking Dead. Oh, Lord. So, yeah, The Walking Dead is one of those shows that has a diverse group of people, has all types of cultures, all types of backgrounds, and it's awesome. That's what I love about the show. It, it, it's very it's fresh. So gory, and it um, keeps, um, you know, it keeps the, keeps the momentum alive. So, as you know, this season just started, and um, it's very disappointing. <laughs> it's in its eighth season, and at this point, I'm wondering why the hell I'm watching the show at this point. It's true. I don't know why I'm watching the show. I don't know, but it's gory as hell. That's why I won't watch uh, and it. And I'm, I'm wondering, is it... Be- well, no, see, that's the thing. It doesn't really show that many zombie kills anymore. Now it's more about how they're just being used as weapons now. Before, it was trying to survive them, and, and they are surviving. Now they're fighting with each other. But I don't think that's a problem with the show. I think the problem with the show is the writing. They just don't have good writing for the show. Mm. And I think also they tend to milk a show. Like they'll... Well, yeah, because it's super popular. So they're going to just try to crank it out whether it's good or not. Yeah, and I think it's starting to do that. Um, It's getting to... It's an eighth season and it's... Should have stopped at five? No, it's not that it should have stopped at five. It just, they're, they're stretching out these episodes when they don't need to be stretched out. Like, they have probably, like, 15 minutes of actual story. They're stretching it out to 45 minutes. Where it's like, what am I watching? Like, for this past Sunday, the opening episode, the, la- the last 15 minutes was amazing. But the first 35, 30 minutes, I was, like, watching it, and I was like, Okay, they're going plan A to plan B. Uh, what are they doing? Okay, they're getting ready. Like, they could have all been done on a montage. Like, they're just not using... They're not using the show very correctly. Okay. It's just what you do when you make a bad television show. You, you buy yourself time. And they're running out of ideas, so they're buying themselves time. So what's a better show right now than The Walking Dead? No, that's just what I've been watching. <laughs> yeah, that's what I've just been watching. All right, it's time to get into our main topics, right? That Unless was you have my more segue. Walking Dead questions. That was my segue. Okay. All right, so your turn. Um, main topic. What's, what are you going to talk about today? So, my main topic's a little depressing, and it'll outrage you. Me or? The, well, if you're a good person, it'll outrage you. Oh, what happened so, now? So let's find out if you're a good person. Um, I would hope I'm a good person. You would so have married me if I was a good person. In the news, 
in the news uh, lately. I'm sure you've seen um, Border Patrol detaining a 10-year-old little girl who is coming out of surgery, and Border Patrol takes it upon themselves to um, detain her, put her into a detention center because she's an undocumented girl. She's an undocumented special needs girl currently in federal custody after emergency surgery. She needed emergency surgery on her gallbladder. And as soon, like literally U.S. Customs and Border Patrol were standing outside of her hospital room as she's like barely in recovery after this um, surgery. It happened in Corpus, in a Corpus hospital. She's from Laredo, and she was rushed to the Corpus Christi Hospital for emergency surgery. And like I said, while she's sitting there in recovery, you know, within hours of having the surgery, Border Patrol is just hanging out outside of her room. And as soon as they can, they um, escort her out of the hospital to a detention center because she's undocumented. And not only that, but they're taking you know, this little girl away from her family um, and her medical team, which even the, even the doctors have advised against. And um, it doesn't matter. And the guys are just like, we're just doing our job. And I'm like, if your job is that shitty, you know, you're in the wrong industry to be going and taking sick children, you know, away from their family and their doctors. Yeah, you really know how I feel about this. Oh, like, I know. I don't really have to go into it. That's but just, I will. Um, so just, the way I feel about this, and I've always feel about it, um, and I'm going to feel about this till the way I die. If you're a Hispanic person and you work for the Border Patrol, yeah, and you or a you're hater. a Hispanic person and you're building a wall on the Mexican border, I'm sorry, but you should be a fucking ashamed of yourself. You should yeah, be ashamed of it's yourself. Self-hating um, Mexican, I guess. No, it's not. It's not that. It's about. It's about understanding that all this land that we live on right now, Texas border, Mexico border, all of this land belongs to the Native Americans and it belonged to the Mexicans. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're building a border is really fucking ironic because this was our land to begin with, and now they're trying to block us away from our land. And it's just ridiculous. But the fact that we're helping them build all this, build, build, the, build the wall, we're helping them build the wall, and not only we help them build the wall, we're helping them pull back the people that are just trying to make a better life for themselves. And I don't believe the bullshit about, oh, they're coming over here and doing... No, they're not. I've, when I, I've known tons of Mexicans, illegal Mexicans, you know, on the east side that were here illegally. I would say out of the 30 of them that I knew, one or two were bad apples. But what happened to those? Those motherfuckers got caught. And they, they guess what happened to them? You found out that they got deported back and they never came back because they got in trouble. So the people that are, that are trying to get over here and start shit, you're gonna, they're going to they're gonna get caught pretty fast. And yeah, you're going to deport them. But the people that are just trying to live, like that little girl or trying to seek a better life, they're actually trying to make a difference. They're, they want to work hard. They want to stay here. They want to pay taxes. Those people don't want to get in trouble. They just want to get out of the situation they're in in Mexico because they see a better opportunity. But that person, the people, Border Patrol, 
who who let those people take that lady or that that took the girl man they should be fucking ashamed of themselves especially if they're hispanic or Uh, mexican descent not only that if you're a hospital you worked in that hospital and you allowed that to happen shame on you too you should have fucking stood up there and said, you're not taking that little girl while I'm standing well, right here. they would just arrest I don't, like, don't just, care if they arrest me, but nurse. you need to make it a point to at least stand up for something because if you don't stand up for it, you're basically saying it's okay. And by you not doing anything, you're, you're saying that's okay and you're, you know, you can't do that. It's just not right. Think about it, people. Like, fuck. Like, it's a little girl. Like, Let's step aside the politics and all the bullshit. It's a little girl dying. Let her get to her her medical rest or whatever. And then let her recover. And then we can talk about all the other stuff. But until she recovers, then he has some fucking compassion. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. This like, the they need to step outside in. of their fucking, you know, whatever they get paid per year job. Step outside that. Dive into some fucking humanity, pull out your soul and face that and look at the little girl and say, at the end of the day, what life do I want to live? Do I want to live a life where I'm going to be regretting this as I get older or do I want to live a life where I said, no, I stopped and I did something before this could happen? I'm sorry. Pretty sure people didn't want to hear that rant, but it needed to be said. Because if I was there in the hospital, Christina, and they were pulling that shit, I'm sorry you're going to have to arrest me because I'm not getting out of the way. I'm not. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get arrested, and that's fine. It'll be worth a night in jail, and it'll be worth a $350 ticket because I'm not going to stand by and let somebody do that, especially yeah. if I know it's wrong. I don't care. I do not care. It's just not right. And and somebody needs to stand up and say something. Because if you don't stand up and say something, people are going to be like, oh, it's an awkward situation. Let's not talk about it. Or, yeah, that was super weird. How could they do that? Well, they're just doing their job. No, fuck that. The Nazis were just doing their fucking jobs. Look what happened to them. Like, the Nazis literally, I'm not comparing them to Nazis, but I'm saying they were doing their job. It's comparable. They were doing their job. And look what happened to them. They got put on fucking trial and they got hung right and they got tortured who knows like that's what i'm saying you can't stand by and let this shit slide because eventually it's going to turn like that and once it turns like that there is no turning back when you turn a blind eye and say it's my job then you got a real problem yeah you do yep but that's my ordeal for this week (laughs) why did you why'd you bring up that topic thing that's a because it's really been bugging me. It's really been bugging me. Well, what do you think? What do I think? I think it's shameful. There's just, there's no rhyme or reason to it. It's just, it really sucks because it's the fucking world we live in and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, but it doesn't mean you stop giving a shit. Cause oh, I still shit. give a shit. That's why these are the things I, I pay attention to and I talk about because... If if you don't talk about it, you're just you're you're silent as the people who did nothing for that little girl, and you have to talk about it to uh, bring awareness to it. It's with any other, it's it's being an advocate for somebody who can't advocate for themselves, and that's what I'm all about. Whether it's you know children, immigrants, animals, I try to advocate for all. 
especially if they can't do it for themselves. Yeah, that's a pretty sad. Uh, yeah. Pretty sad story. I know. What hospital was it at? Corpus Hospital. They don't know which one. Maybe. Hmm. It just says Corpus Christi Hospital. She can't, hmm. She's guns. Her family attorney's Leticia Gonzalez. Is that your cousin? No, we don't have any family here in Corpus. You don't have any family in Corpus, Not with Carlos? Gonzalez. No, they're all in Mexico. Oh. That's my dad's side of the family. Are you family. sure? She didn't come over? No, all my dad's... My dad, my dad is Gonzalez. All his family is in is Mexico. Is in Mexico. Yeah, so he's he the only the one here. He crossed the border so illegally. So he's illegal. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> I'm not ashamed to say it. He fucking crossed the border. He came and over here city. and got, you know, met my mom and they got pregnant and the whole thing. And yeah, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm fucking first generation born Mexican-American. I'm fucking proud of it. At the same time, I'm like, fuck you. This has been my fucking land way before your fucking land. Calm so if anybody's down. entitled to this shit, it's me. It's not the other way around. Yeah, I'm just it saying. It doesn't yeah, just because Texans have been living here, what, since the mid-1800s? Doesn't mean shit. Right. Mexicans have been living here since the fucking... Centuries. Centuries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's retarded. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's why when people are trying to tell me what to do, fuck them. <laughs> Calm down. No, it's true. This is what's all your, my fucking what's land. Your, uh, what's your topic um, today? Topic of discussion, since topic. I got you all fired up. Yeah, you can't bring up hot topics like that. <laughs> I'm always going to have a hot topic. It's either going to be that or death. <laughs> Well, people are going to stop listening to this podcast Calm and keep having hot topics like that. Because <laughs> you're going to get tired of hearing this self-righteous Mexican talk about how this is his Well, land. stop being so self-righteous. <laughs> it's true. I'm not going to say it's not the truth because it is the truth. And okay. people that want to sit there and say, well, no, Texas owns... No, doesn't mean shit. This is land has been ours before. Just because we had a war doesn't make it yours. I'm sorry. It'd be, it'd, it would be like me going to like Brit, Great Britain and then starting a war with them and saying, okay, now this is mine. It's Great Britain. It's like, come on, man. It's always going to be an English, European city. Even if like Indians take over or anybody else take over. So my, my topic's <laughs> actually way, way different than yours. It always is. It's Stranger Things. If you guys don't know this show, it's freaking awesome. It's about these little kids that kind of like the Goonies, kind of like um, every 80s movie you love, E.T., what else? What other? What other 80s movie? Did you watch a lot of 80s movies? Mm -mm. Okay. So it's kind of like Poltergeist mixed in with E.T. Goonies to Poltergeist to Goonies, E.T. Mixed into like Is 80s. it just because they look like they're from the 80s? No, 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 no. Okay. So this show, it's, it's really a family show. Like if this oh, the is the Driscoll, prob- Driscoll Children's Hospital. Oh, yeah, that's a kid's hospital. Yeah, she's a kid. I went to that, that hospital when I was a kid. Yeah. So Stranger Things, Goonies, yeah. So Stranger, so Stranger Things, um, it's it's a fantastic show. I think if you haven't seen the first season on Netflix, you need to go watch the first season before you watch the second season. Second season came out, you know, on Friday, so yeah, it's just a great show. The people, you know, funny Tell enough. Tell me about it. The, well, the show is about these group of kids that hang out together, 
And, you know, just like when I'm sure when you're a kid, when you're like eight or nine, you really use your imagination a lot and you would look for adventures to get into. I remember doing that with my brothers and um, you would look you would make up these big extravagant things like, oh, in that house, there's treasure, you know, stuff like that. And you would ride your bikes in the neighborhood and, you know, get into mischief. But um, the show is kind of like that, but it actually has like a pretty cool vibe. There's this girl that is locked up and she has superpowers and she escapes and she runs into this group of kids and they're all dorks and dweebs and they just, they uh, invite her into their group and they start hanging out with her and then they find out that she has superpowers and people are chasing after her. And it goes into a whole adventure. And What's her name? I don't know her name. But it's funny. In the show? The show? I don't know her name. Oh, her name in the show is Seven. But it's just like uh, the name they give her. Um, oh. But Winona Ryder's in the show. I don't know if you know who Winona Ryder is. Yeah, she shoplifts. She's freaking amazing. I don't know why this woman hasn't gotten uh, like an Emmy. She's fucking just carrying. Because she's she not carrying the show. And she lost her career. She, she's not carrying the show, but she's... She's a phenomenal actress. Like, I always thought she was a good actress, especially in Black Swan. But seeing her in here again, I'm like, there's a reason oh, why. She was in Black there's Swan? a reason why, you know, she's she's a she's actually a really good actress. Um, so what's funny is um, the show um, has, well, not, not funny, but what's interesting about the show is they have really good music. So the music that they create on the show is like very 80s. Mm -hmm. very austin so mm. when i saw the show it didn't click to me but when i heard the show i was like man the music's really good like it's really good um and then come to find out it's actually a band in austin called survive that's who makes the um who makes the score who makes the music for the stranger things weirdly enough when i came here to move to austin i used to always hang out at the spider house ballroom and that's where I you know it's ballroom Spider House spider Ballroom? House. Just Spider House. Well, maybe it used to be called Spider House Ballroom. Okay. Anyway, maybe it's... Is it just called Spider House now? Yes, it's just oh. Spider House. It used to be called Spider House Ballroom. Anyway, so me and my friends would go over there and we would watch shows and there was these bands at that time that were, you know, in other bands and we would all hang out and stuff and there was that band, Survive. Like, we knew that mm -hmm. guy. That guy had his own band with other oh, bands. that's exciting. And he actually, um, he worked at this synth shop here off of 12th Street. Mm -hmm. And I think they moved it here off of Cesar Chavez. It was called, um, it's the only synthesizer shop in Austin um, that they sell synths. Um, I don't know but what he that worked, is. he worked off the one off the 12th and he had his band and they were really good. And I remember seeing them at the time, and I remember telling, I remember telling them afterwards. I was like, "Man, y'all's fucking set was amazing. You guys fucking sounded like Led Zeppelin, but with fucking synths." Mm -hmm. Like, and I'm not saying that in a knock. I'm saying like, "Holy shit, you guys brought the thunder." And I remember telling them that, and they just started cracking up. But it was weird because once I found out who was making the music, I was like, "Holy shit, that's freaking." So survive. you know the people. Pretty much. I didn't. I wasn't best friends with them, but I remember seeing them play in like 2012, 2011 here in Austin. And I remember going to the shows and mm -hmm. seeing them because it was a group of people that were in other bands. So whenever they would have a show, they would be one of the bands playing that night. But most of the different members in that band would be in other bands playing the same mm -hmm. the same night. So they all like shared bands and the equipment, too. But dude, it was awesome. Anyway, so, yeah, 
freaking awesome, right? That just shows you. But I remember, like, the music scene in Austin. There's so many hidden gems. Like, there's tons of great musicians and super talented people. Super talented. Like, and and they just don't get any, like, recognition. But it's good to see at least one band here that, you know, has been phenomenal for a very long time finally get some recognition so just want to give a shout out to survive they make some badass music but anyway back to the show watch the show it has great music has great writing has great acting those kids are freaking phenomenal like dude so the the there's two brothers that direct the show and uh they made those kids watch all these 80s movies (laughs) to get ready for the show so they made them watch poacher guys they made them watch goonies they made them watch back to the future like all the steven spielberg movies like close encounters like all that stuff so yeah pretty neat any of these movies pretty neat how it all came out but uh i think that's uh that's the end of my topic what do you got yeah that's it that's all i got for this week okay so should we give them um the outro what do we usually talk about <laughs> don't we say what did you learn carlos there you go that's what i was i was like hey you didn't get my say i was waiting for earlier. you to say like what did you learn you didn't get my okay my so is it my earlier. turn to say what i learned no it's actually your turn to say what you learned no because yeah, last said time last i said time. i learned yeah because you said that horrible story the last time <laughs> so today's my turn to say christina what did you learn today I learned that Steven Spielberg directed Poltergeist. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> he didn't. You Wait, just did said he? that. Well, he he was You're part like, of all the eighties movies. No, he didn't movies. direct Poltergeist. Okay, then I what didn't else? learn what? that. <laughs> you did No, you had to learn something. Come on, that wasn't what I said. I learned that Carlos is off the Elon Musk train. Yeah, it's disappointing. <laughs> And you know, and it's funny too. I was watching an interview with Tim Cook, and uh, Tim Cook is uh, the CEO of, of Apple. Since and, Steve Jobs died. Yeah, and uh, he said this is pretty. I think I'm starting to realize that that guy, Steve Tim Cook, pretty amazing guy. I, I would say mm-hmm. I wouldn't say like put him on a pedestal or anything, but I'm saying like what he stands for is pretty unique, mm-hmm. especially for a CEO of a big. I don't, and I don't think he's lying. Or to me, it doesn't... He I doesn't, don't know. He doesn't trust, look like a person that is not telling the truth. I don't trust truth. rich But anyway, um, so sure enough, uh, he said... He's, he, they asked him, who are, your, who are your current heroes? And he said, he's like, all my heroes are dead. And if we've got They're super... He's like, he's like, I'm not, not trying to get super dark. But he's like, I don't have any current heroes because the ones that are alive... People, Suck. if you if you look, if you follow heroes that are alive, they're gonna let you down. So that's why I follow heroes that are dead. I was Man, like, dang, that took a that's turn. That's super bummer. No, so they can't let you down is what he's saying. You already know yeah. what they're what they. You already for. know they're dead. Yeah. Well, they they can't let you down, but people that are living can't that let just you down. has. I feel like that's uh, has high expectations. What do you mean? Like he has too high of expectations. That way, oh, he knows what he's getting that. into by picking a dead hero. Because he's like, I well, know you know who life. his dead hero is? Dead heroes that he likes? Jimi Hendrix. Um, no, he likes. Uh, he he says Mr. He looks, Yeah, he looks to uh, uh, John F. Kennedy. He says, and he looks to Martin Luther King. Oh, 
I said I'm okay. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were just it's saying because you street. don't listen to me. No. I was giving you legit people. Yeah, he said MLK, and he said John F. Kennedy. Maybe he just likes MLK, JFK. Another piece of news we forgot to mention. Um, they were going to release the uh, JFK files. Oh, I know. I heard about after that. After 50 years. But they haven't. The reason they haven't is because... It's there's a conspiracy. Some there's some information in there they don't want to... Exactly. They're going to go black it out. Yeah, redact it, but... Redacted. That's a thing, man. Redacted. I'm not... I'm not unpatriotic, but that's I'm very cool much a person that's like, you, you, just because the government tells you something's going on on TV doesn't mean you're supposed to believe it. Tell the truth. We want Just the saying truth. you always want to question everything. Because okay. you never know. So? Because think about all the people that... Uh, Have that, died? No, think about all the people that, you know, were around when the JFK assassination happened. I'm sure they all just said, yeah, that Lee Harvey Oswald... Sure got him, you know? And then he Poor ended up getting shot guy. like the very next day. Yeah. So I'm sure they were all just like, Oh yeah, somebody killed bitch, him because Harvey they used Oswald. to shut him up. And then it wasn't until years later people were like, Oh no, it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. So imagine like That's what that one show's about. What show? Nineteen sixty two. That Stephen King. Oh yeah. Is it nineteen sixty two? No, I think it's nineteen sixty. I don't know. It's that Stephen King uh, on Yeah, no, Netflix. it's on Hulu. Yeah. It's with James oh, Franco. Hulu? With James Franco, yeah. It talks about that and talks about how he was framed. Lee Harvey. Lee Harvey? Harvey Lee? Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey, yeah. Apparently he was ex-CIA. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was framed, and then that's why they killed him. No, there was definitely a coup. That, <sighs> it was so much stuff. There was definitely a coup that took him down. That just shows you if you really try to make a difference in this world, people will stop. They're going to kill you. They will kill you. Okay. That's it for tonight. Indy, do you want a cookie? <laughs> She's shaking her toe. I wish you would say something. Anyways, that's it for tonight. Uh, we'll see you next week with some more um, news and... Austin recommendations. Till then, this is Murderino. And a tech. In ATX, please spay and neuter your animals. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? Do you really want them to spay and neuter your animals? Yes! Okay. Where would they go to do that, though? Uh, Austin Animal Center, Austin Humane Society, Emancipet. All of these do free or low, very low cost services, even your vaccines, you're going to give her a seizure. And yes, because you know what? Next week, I'm going to bring you the statistics of how many animals are killed every year in the U.S. Okay, that's something to look forward to. Okay. All right, bye guys. Peace out.